Welcome into the Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. I'm Robert Ash, the host of the Degenerate Gambler. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. We got five college basketball bets for you here on this Tuesday, the 8th day of February 2022. We'll start things off at the West Virginia Coliseum in Morgantown, West Virginia. The West Virginia Mountaineers, 13-9 and overall, 9-13 and against the spread. They host the Iowa State Cyclones, who are 16-7 and overall, 13-10 and against the number. West Virginia comes into this as a one-and-a-half point favorite. The over-under 127-and-a-half. Now, West Virginia has won seven of the last ten meetings with Iowa State. Iowa State is 6-3-1 against the spread in those last ten meetings. Now, Iowa State just 2-4 and four against the spread in their last six games. 6-2-1 against the spread in their last nine against West Virginia. 1-4 against the spread in their last five games against Big 12 opponents. 2-6 against the spread in their last eight games played in February. Also, the total has gone under in four of Iowa State's last five games. Total has gone under in four of Iowa State's last six games, actually. Uh, now we take a look at uh, West Virginia. West Virginia 1-6 against the spread in their last seven games. 1-4 against the spread in their last five games at home. 2-11 against the spread in their last 13 games against Big 12 opponents. The total has gone over in six of West Virginia's last seven games. Total's gone over in 10 of West Virginia's last 12 games against Iowa State. Total's gone under in 12 of West Virginia's last 17 games played in February. And the total's gone under in four of West Virginia's last six games played on a Tuesday. Injury-wise, uh, Terrell Sherman is questionable. Their starting point guard for West Virginia. He has a concussion, and that will probably be a game-time decision. Now, Iowa State comes into this uh, game losers of two in a row and four of their last six. They were routed by Texas on Saturday, 63-41. to uh, 41. Meanwhile, West Virginia has lost seven straight. Um, that includes a 60-53 to 53 loss on Saturday to Texas Tech. Now, uh, these two teams, I uh, believe, have played this season. Trying to look down the schedule and find out for sure. I'm sorry, these two teams have not played this season. Uh, February 23rd, they go to Iowa State, does West Virginia, for the rematch. Now, again, West Virginia is a one-and-a-half point favorite. The over-under 127-and-a-half. And I actually like Iowa State plus the point-and-a-half. West Virginia is going downhill. Iowa State struggling a little bit as well. But Iowa State struggling against the very good teams in the conferences, your Texases, your Kansases, uh, you know, TCU, Texas Tech. Uh, those are teams that are really uh, giving Iowa State some trouble right now. Uh, but the lower half of the conference is not. And West Virginia right now is in the lower half of that conference. While the game's in Morgantown, they're playing a West Virginia team that has lost seven consecutive games entering this matchup with Iowa State. So I'm going to take the Cyclones. I'll give up the point and a half on the road at West Virginia. Next up from Bud Walton Arena in Fayetteville. It is uh, the Arkansas Razorbacks, 18-5 overall, 13-10 against the spread. They host the top-ranked Auburn Tigers, who are 22-1 overall, 17-6 against the number. Auburn is a two-and-a-half point favorite. The over-under is at 149. Now, Arkansas has won six of the last ten meetings with Auburn. Auburn and Arkansas split their last ten meetings against the spread at five wins apiece. 
Auburn 10-2 against the spread in their last 12 games. 4-2 against the spread in their last 6 against Arkansas. 9-2 against the spread in their last 11 games against SEC opponents. Total has gone over in 7 of Auburn's last 10 games. Total has gone over in 5 of Auburn's last 6 games at Arkansas. And the total has gone over in 6 of Auburn's last 9 games played in the month of February. For Arkansas, 7-1 against the spread in their last 8 games. 6-1 against the spread in their last 7 against SEC opponents. 8-0 against the spread in their last 8 games played in February. Total has gone over in 9 of of Arkansas's last 13 games against Auburn. Total has gone over in 5 of Arkansas's last 6 games hosting Auburn. And the total has gone under in 4 of Arkansas's last 6 games played on a Tuesday. Now, starting point guard for Auburn, Zeb Jasper, is questionable. Uh, He has a non-related COVID illness. Uh, Coach Bruce Pearl, in his press conference uh, earlier on Monday, said that Jasper was feeling better. It'll be a game-time decision. I actually do expect Jasper to play. He did not play against Georgia uh, when when Auburn nearly lost to the Bulldogs in Athens. 74-72 was the final there. Uh, Arkansas, no reported injuries. These are two of the hottest teams in college basketball. Auburn, of course, has won 19 straight coming into this one. That includes that 74-72 victory at Georgia on Saturday. Uh, Meanwhile, Arkansas has won eight in a row. That includes a 63-55 win over Mississippi State on Saturday. A game that was nick and tuck and really is closer than the score indicates. Um, But it was an Arkansas win. Nonetheless, so they've won eight straight. Auburn's won 19 straight. Auburn a two and a half point favorite. The over under is at 149. And I'm actually going to take the Auburn Tigers minus two and a half. Auburn is one of the best teams in the country, hands down. Uh, I know that the Georgia game is pretty fresh, uh, but again, no Zeb Jasper in that game uh, for Auburn and that makes a huge difference when you don't have your starting point guard, um, you know, playing. I expect him to play. I expect Auburn to go into what should be a loud and boisterous crowd in Fayetteville. And I expect him to actually play well and find a way uh, to win by at least three points. So, again, we're going to go Auburn minus two and a half at Arkansas. All right, moving on. We are now at Madison Square Garden in New York City. The St. John's Red Storm, 13 and 9 overall. 10 and 12 against the spread. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> They're going to host the Villanova Wildcats, 17 and 6 overall. 13 and 10 against the number. Villanova comes in as a 4-point favorite, the over under 145 and a half. Now Villanova's won 7 of the last 10 meetings with St. John's. St. John's is covered in 7 of those last 10 meetings as well. Uh, Villanova 8-4 against the spread in their last 12 games. 2-7 against the spread in their last 9 against St. John's. 5-1 against the spread in their last 6 games played on a Tuesday. The total has gone over in 5 of Villanova's last 6 games on the road. The total has gone under each of Villanova's last 6 games at St. John's. For St. John's, 4-1 against the spread in their last 5 games. 2-10 against the spread in their last 12 games at home. 6-3 against the spread in their last 9 games. Total has gone under in each of uh, St. John's last seven games against Villanova. Total has gone under in each of St. John's last six games hosting Villanova. And the total has gone over in seven of St. John's last eight games played in February. Now, there is some injury news when it comes to Auburn. Uh, Both questionable. Colin Gillespie and uh, Justin Moore both uh, have ankle injuries. That's the starting backcourt for Villanova. Uh, Both are questionable. 
I do think more will. It's more likely Justin Moore will play than it will be Colin Gillespie. I wouldn't be surprised to see them both, but I think Villanova will probably sit Gillespie, and especially if they get Justin Moore back for this one. Now Villanova was without Moore on Saturday, and they blew out uh, Connecticut eighty-five seventy-four. The uh, Wildcats have won four of their last five. Uh, meanwhile, St. John's has won two straight. They edged Butler on Saturday, seventy-five to seventy-two. St. John's has lost four of its last seven coming in uh, to this matchup. Now, um, these two teams met on January 29th, and it was Villanova at home that knocked off uh, St. John's 73-62. Now, Villanova comes in this game a four-point favorite, but it is a Villanova team that has uh, gotten beat up a little bit going into this game. I actually still like Villanova minus the four points. Look, uh, the Wildcats, along with Providence, they're the two best teams in the Big East. Uh, Villanova's starting to play like the Villanova team we have seen over the years under uh, Coach uh, Jay Wright. Remember, this is a uh, Wildcat team that has won, uh, you know, uh, that has won a national championship recently, winning uh, winning it in uh, 2016. Uh, actually, has won two national championships recently. Have the Wildcats, so it's a team and a program battle tested. Uh, knowing this is a big game, knowing it's going to be in Madison Square Garden. I think Villanova's up to the challenge. So we are going to take the Wildcats minus four on the road at St. John's. All right, next up we go to Mackey Arena in uh, West Lafayette, Louisiana, or West Lafayette, Indiana. The Purdue Boilermakers, 20-3 overall, 12-11 and 11 against the spread. They host the Illinois Fighting Illini, 17-5 overall. 11 and 11 against the number. Purdue does come in as a six point favorite. The over under is at 148. Now, Purdue's won six of the last 10 meetings with Illinois. Illinois is covered in six of the last 10 meetings as well. Illinois, two and four against the spread in their last six games. Four and two against the spread in their last six against Purdue. 13 and six against the spread in their last 19 games against Big Ten opponents. One and four against the spread in their last five games played on a Tuesday. Also, the total's gone over in 12 of Illinois' last 18 games. And the total's gone over in 5 of Illinois' last 6 games played in the month of February. For the Purdue Boilermakers, they're 4-1 against the spread in their last 5 games played in February. 7-0 against the spread in their last 7 games played on a Tuesday. Also, the total's gone over in 9 of Purdue's last 11 games. Total's gone over in 6 of Purdue's last 9 games against Illinois. Total's gone over in eight of Purdue's last 10 games. And the total's gone over in eight of Purdue's last 10 games against Big Ten opponents. Now, Adrian Hutchinson is out with a hernia for Illinois. He's out for the season. He's actually been out for a while. Uh, Brandon Waddell and uh, Travion uh, Kaufman-Wren have been out all season for Purdue. They're still listed on injury report. They'll be out for the rest of the season. So you basically have the same uh, the, the same two teams uh, player-wise, that you've been seeing uh, recently when these uh, two teams have played. Now, Illinois has won four in a row, eight of its last ten. They're coming off a win on Saturday over Indiana, 74-57. to Meanwhile, Purdue has won five straight and eight of nine. The Boilermakers are coming off a win on Saturday over Michigan, 82-76. Now, these two teams have met this season. They met back on January 17th, and it was Purdue... Uh, in overtime, actually in double overtime, 
Uh, they knocked off Illinois in Champaign, 96-88. to So Purdue comes in, a six-point favorite. The over-under is at 148. And I'm actually going to take the over-148 here in this Illinois-Purdue matchup. Uh, both these teams are very, very good on the offensive side. Uh, Purdue struggles on the defensive end. Both these teams are top 50 in the country in total offense. Purdue has the number one offensive efficiency in the country, the fourth in the nation in scoring, third in uh, field goal percentage, third in three-point percentage. Illinois, you know, they're 50th in the country in scoring. They're 74th in field goal percentage, 41st in three-point percentage. So it's two teams that are pretty uh, salty on the offensive side. Uh, Now, Illinois plays better defense than Purdue. They're 30th in the country in field goal percentage defense. While when you look at Purdue's defensive numbers, they actually don't resonate very well. They're in uh, they're 176th in scoring defense, 140th in field goal percentage defense, 198th in three-point field goal uh, percentage. They are number one in the nation in total rebounding uh, are the Boilermakers. Now, again, we're going to go with the over 148 in this one. I just think it's two teams that are extremely talented on the offensive side. Both teams semi-suspect Purdue more than Illinois on the defensive end. So I'm going to go ahead and take the points. I think it should be a high-scoring affair. I do think Purdue wins the game. Uh, But I feel more comfortable taking the over 148 in this matchup than I do the minus 6 on Purdue. So that's what we'll do. Over 148, Purdue and Illinois. And our final bet of the day, this will take place on the farm. Uh, Maples Pavilion in Palo Alto, California, the Stanford Cardinal, 14-8 overall, 10-11-1 against the spread. They're going to host the UCLA Bruins, who are 16-4 overall, 9-10-1 against the number. UCLA is a 7.5-point favorite. The over-under is at 134. Now, UCLA's won six of the last 10 meetings with Stanford. The two teams have split their last 10 meetings against the spread at five wins apiece. UCLA, 4-2 against the spread in their last six games. 13-7 against the spread in their last 20 against Stanford. 1-4 against the spread in their last five games on the road. 1-4 against the spread in their last five games played in February. Also, the total has gone over in six of UCLA's last seven games at Stanford. For the Cardinals. They are 2-4 against the spread in their last six games played on a Tuesday. 1-4 against the spread in their last five games while playing as an underdog. The total has gone under in four of Stanford's last five games. Total has gone over in nine of Stanford's last 11 games against UCLA. Total has gone over in six of Stanford's last seven games hosting UCLA. The total has gone under in seven of Stanford's last nine games this season. Uh, It looks like uh, both teams are away from the injury bug. Uh, Jermaine Clark does have a concussion. He is questionable, but I do expect him to play for UCLA in uh, this matchup with Stanford. These two teams met just about a week and a half ago uh, at UCLA. It was UCLA all over Stanford. 66-43 was the final score. Now, the Bruins lost two games this weekend on the road in Arizona. They lost to Arizona 76-66. And in triple overtime, they lost to Arizona State on Saturday 87-84. Those two losses snapped what was a six-game winning streak for the Bruins. Meanwhile, Stanford's rotated wins and losses since January 27th. They are coming off a win on Sunday over the Washington Huskies, 87-69. Kind of a quick turnaround for Stanford in this one. 
uh, while UCLA had the extra day uh, to prepare for the Cardinal. Now, again, UCLA is 7.5-point favorite. The over-under is at 134. And I'm actually going to take the over 134 in UCLA and Stanford. Now, UCLA is averaging 77 points per game. Stanford only averages about 67. Um, Stanford not very good on the offensive end, but UCLA really good on offense. Uh, now, on the defensive side, UCLA does have its issues. Uh, they are uh, giving up a three-point percentage of 32% from three for, for a Stanford team. Uh, that's actually not awful. Shooting the football, uh, shooting the basketball from three, thirty-four percent from three. Uh, I think this game. I don't. It's not going to be high scoring by any means, but this has uh, seventy-two, sixty-seven written all over it, along, along those lines. Of course, seventy-two and sixty-seven uh, would be one thirty-nine, so that would be the over. That's kind of where I'm seeing it. I think UCLA scores in the seventies. I think Stanford scores in the sixties, and I think somewhere in there they get to that one thirty-four mark. So we'll go over one thirty-four on UCLA Stanford. So our five bets once again are Iowa State plus one and a half at West Virginia, Auburn minus two and a half at Arkansas, Villanova minus four at St. John's, the over 148 in the Illinois-Purdue matchup, and the over 134 in UCLA's game at Stanford. So with that, we'll wrap up the podcast for today. We do thank you for listening. And you Remember, you can rate and subscribe to the podcast. You can do so at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere you uh, get your podcast. And until uh, tomorrow, this is The Degenerate Gambler.